Welcome to this week's episode of The Versatile Writer. This week I've decided to write down how I'm feeling about coming to the end of a project. The end of a project. It sounds so dismal, doesn't it? When writers put their everything into a story, there's not much left afterwards. We get involved in the plot, the characters, their backstories, their development, their motivations, their psyches, their relationships, the structure of the story, the length of the chapters, the flow, the tone. Then there's the editing, the proofreading, the beta readers, the audience. Then thoughts about our intentions with the story. Will it be independently published? Will it be submitted to an agent? Will it be submitted to a publisher? Then after the decision has been made, there's the marketing, the sales, the blog tours, the talks, and anything else that comes along with the writing and launching of a hopefully successful book. It's not surprising then, is it, that we give out everything and are left with very little. If I may take you back about 15 years, I wrote many stories within the space of about two or three years. My circumstances at that time were that I had a lot of spare time, a lot of imagination. I also had a huge amount of energy too. (laughs) I've always kept these stories as my works in progress because while they were not completed yet, I knew back then that the amount of work that I had already put into them meant that at some stage in my life I would go back and finish them. One of those stories was science fiction. Its characters were very dear to me and I spent months writing it. The story itself was reasonably straightforward. The hero was experiencing bad dreams that replayed the worst memories of their childhood. At the same time, a meeting with an old relative provides an opportunity to hash out some of those memories. Obviously it's a lot more involved than that, but for the purposes of this podcast that's all you need to know. The word count was around 25,000 words. Back then, 15 years ago, it was a good amount of writing for me, although I'd also written novels of over 80,000 at that point too. Recently, I found the story again and read it through. I loved it. It wasn't amateurish as I had originally believed. It was a really good story that excited me and got my interest and I wanted to know more. I had many questions to ask and they weren't answered in the story. The very barest of bones of the story had been written, but now I had an opportunity to flesh it out. I spent some time adding to it, and in November 2020 alone, I added over 20,000 words. I was really thrilled with my progress and decided to write a synopsis and submit it to a publisher with whom it would sit extremely well. It was a very specific story, and they were a very specific publisher. Then December happened. I tried not to think about the submission, but it was tough. In the UK, we were between lockdowns as well, so it was unlikely I would hear from anyone about the story. Then over Christmas, I focused on other things. At the start of January, I realised that my subconscious had been thinking about the story again. It wasn't a big story at all. Most publishers won't touch a 40k story unless they obviously go for that size. And it occurred to me two of the characters were not really fleshed out. I needed to develop them further. I wasn't too worried about the submission being done before the story was completed because it all takes time. So in January, I set about developing the two characters and I added a subplot. The distance between writing it originally and now was sufficient for my excitement of the story to continue. I managed to tally the word count and keep track each night. 
The word count travelled rapidly from 45,000 to 50, then from 50,000 to 60, then from 60 to 70, and then 80,000 words were written. It took me four weeks of intense writing. I didn't mind, though, because I loved the characters, I loved the story, and I know it has legs. It's just all a matter of convincing the publisher of that, too, with only a synopsis to go on. That was the part that worried me. Also, that they may contact me, this part I hoped like crazy they would, while I was still working on it. But that was also my motivation for keep working on it every single night. I put aside all other distractions and focused on it every single night for a month. Some night I spent two hours on it, and other nights I wrote well into the early hours of the next day. Then I decided to edit it, ensuring that the editing and proofreading was as absolutely good as I could make it. By the start of February, in fact, last night, I finished it at 1am at a really good 83,338 words. This is why I'm talking about it now, even though this podcast will go out sometime later. Right now, I feel elated that it's finished, that the characters all have their own personalities, they all speak differently, their motivations are clear, the plot and subplots work well, as does the tone, the flow and the pace. I generally write fiction at night because that's the most natural time for me to focus on fiction. But last night I was so wired I didn't sleep until after 3am. Consequently this morning I didn't wake up straight away, but because my family were up, I got up too. However, I feel icky and grouchy and tired. I did try to nap and help catch up on my sleep and I meditated too, but I couldn't even relax enough to have any of the meditation take effect. How am I feeling today then? I ought to still be elated, and to some extent I am. But I also feel bereft. I feel like the people I've been living with every night for a few months, and 15 years when you consider when I first wrote its bare bones, have left me now. I miss them. It's like they've abandoned me, or I've abandoned them. Yeah, sure, she's so dramatic, you're saying. Well, what if I am? Wouldn't you rather read a story written by somebody who loves their characters than somebody who didn't really care very much for them if they lived or died? That would surely come across in the story and, at some point, you as the reader probably wouldn't care if they lived or died either. And that, dear listener, is not what the reading experience is all about at all. This emotional attachment we create by spending so much time with our characters and our stories is important for without it the whole process would be a bit pointless. We create stories for readers to read, to remember, to recommend and hopefully to return so the experience can be had all over again. That's what writing is about. I hope that by the time this podcast is published, I've heard something from the publisher. If I haven't, it certainly won't be because I didn't put in the effort. I'll be disappointed, probably devastated on some level if I'm honest. So what's next? Well, as one project ends, another begins or continues. As I said, I have many works in progress on the go, but that's the writing part of me. I enjoy creativity of all kinds, and maybe it would be a pleasant use of my time to have a week or two away from the written word and continue with the quilt I've mentioned before. I'm on the downward run for that too. The next quilt is a lot smaller and already being designed, and I can't wait to get to that one. But first, I have to finish the existing one. And then another project will be complete. 
Thank you for listening to The Versatile Writer this week, and I hope you've gleaned something from this episode, even if it's just learning how insecure, impassioned and impatient I am. If I'm honest, it's been a tough one to share because it opens me up and exposes all the obsessive, crazy, dark sides of my writing life. I love all sides of it and accept them all because they all make me human. This week has been a bit of a therapy session, so thank you for listening, but please don't send me your invoice. I'd love you to send your positive vibes, though, for the publisher to get in touch. That would really be something. Until next time, I'm Sarah Bannum. And this is the versatile writer talking about the end of a project.